Hey friends, welcome to Recovering with Danny. I'm your host, Danielle Van Kay, and this podcast is all about eating disorder recovery, being a single 30-something, navigating the dating scene, and going through, you know, an existential crisis or two. My goal as an eating disorder recovery coach is to help you start living the life you have always dreamt of. Welcome to the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode, a new day, another episode. And um, yeah, I want to thank everyone for the feedback, giving us five stars on iTunes, uh, ratings on Spotify for, well, also that interview that I had with Amalia, where we both opened up quite a lot. And It was one of those very raw, honest and open talks that in hindsight, uh, we basically, when we, when we were done, we both said to each other, oh my God, I really shared so much that I've never shared before. And, you know, we both said to each other, you know, we have nothing to be embarrassed about. Um, There's nothing to be, I, I am, I'm known as an open book. So it's, it's something that. Yeah, I am not embarrassed about at all. Having said that, I've never publicly talked about vaginismus in the way that I did in my recent episode. So still, it was kind of like, you know, it it was not necessarily that easy because I know that any, you know, maybe future partner or <sighs> will listen to it. Um, but whatever it is, what it is, it's part of my life story it would be weird not to share that because it's a huge part of my life story. And, um, so thank you so much for that feedback. Um, I actually got some DMS telling basically girls saying, oh my God, I have a similar story. And, um, so that's why we did what we did. We wanted to kind of like break that stigma and also, Again, you know, making you feel less alone for maybe having a misdiagnosis or feeling in your gut that, you know, this is just not the right diagnosis that you've you've gotten like I did. So, yeah, it was a really cool episode and I'm so thankful for Amalia to yeah be with me. I really want to do more episodes in the near future, but guys, honestly, this audio thing, I... I don't know what to do. I'm recording on Anchor with this um, external device. And if I record my Dutch podcast with my co-host, it's completely fine. But when I do it with someone overseas, well, actually, I'm still overseas because I'm in the south of France and my co-host is in Holland. But for some reason, with Amalia so far, it has been really, the audio has not been great. And I, if I hate something... It is bad audio because I already have an Invisalign list going on. Um, not that that's, you know, something <laughs> to be worried about, but still it's not so pleasant to listen at. I'm sure I have my Invisalign in currently, as you can tell, certain words are harder to pronounce. So I have to articulate well. Um, but yeah, I was like, oh, God damn it. Again, the audio is like, I think, getting cut off everywhere. So, yeah, I have a list of people who want to come on and who will come on, I'm sure. But we need to make sure that there's another way or, well, 
we'll figure it out. Um, but yeah, today's a solo episode. Some household stuff because I'm before I'm gonna dive uh, into the topic that is uh, veganism and vegetarianism in recovery. So hang on tight. But the only only household stuff is literally the recovery bootcamp basically was fully booked. But in January, last minute, there's an opening since some of my clients, um, she had to cancel last minute. So if you feel like, you know what, I'm interested in very intensive coaching, it's one-on-one, it's very exclusive. You can look on my website what it's all about. Link is in my bio as well um and in the show notes so yeah and if you have any questions about the bootcamp let me know time zones are not an an issue either so yeah one spot left in january so um if you are interested let me know and what else did i wanted to say i mean little update on my week i had a weird week and that was because i basically was banned from my own house i had no electricity no internet my landlord cut me off because she thought that i was already in holland will whilst i was actually still in france because my mom got covid la di la di la so basically on a sunday night i was like huh that's weird my internet doesn't work anymore so i couldn't watch tv and one thing that i have to do uh, that is literally my bread and butter my honestly the only way for me to relax when i'm really tired is is zoning out in front of the tv watching i don't know some bullshit television or a nice series um and i couldn't do that anymore because netflix didn't work anymore i couldn't use my hotspot either it was so bizarre so long story short she cut me off and it was a whole ordeal because she basically canceled the contract of my provider and so yeah it it was it was not great so i had to live with my mom for a week and um although i i adore my mom my mom is the most amazing person in the world um you know being 32 i need to have my own place that's just how i you know how i am and also, I'm someone who just needs their own place, just overall, in general. I'm someone who very, very much relies on being alone uh, because of the work that I do, I think, as well. It's super um, intense. Uh, and so, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it is what it is. It was nice um, while it lasted. And I'm super thankful for having a mom with an apartment here because otherwise... I would have been screwed. I Where would I have been staying all this time? It was like a full-on week. So I, I, I should have, I don't know, I maybe rented an Airbnb, but that would cost a lot of money, Then or a hotel. It, oh, God, anyway. Anyway, small award, first world problems, not a big deal, but still, I felt like I was very on edge. Um, but yeah, I had a nice photo shoot as well on Sunday. I'm recording this on Tuesday. Oh no, what is it today? It's Wednesday actually. And um, that was that. Honestly, no, no big updates on my current life. So let's start with the actual topic, which is vegetarianism and mostly veganism in recovery. Now, I will, I'm sure ruffle some feathers with this episode because i know that there are a lot of people 
who are currently vegan or vegetarian in recovery are not even in recovery, but let's say they're contemplating recovery or, you know, yeah, that's basically it. So contemplating recovery or in recovery and then, or maybe in quasi recovery and then still hanging on to veganism or vegetarianism. Now, I personally have a lot of experience in this because A, I have been put on a lot of diets myself and diets, I mean, wellness diets, lifestyles, whatever you want to call it. I've been raw, vegan, paleo, um, uh, keto, raw vegan. I've done everything under the sun. And guess what? Nothing worked because all my doctors wanted to start me to do it. Well, basically told me, okay, Danny, if you do this and this protocol, if you cut this out of your life, um, you will be healed from your Lyme disease or at least feel better. It's bullshit though. It is complete bullshit. And I know that some people who will listen to this podcast who have certain autoimmune disease um, or other diseases or gut health issues or whatever it is, it doesn't matter. If you're currently thinking, hold on, but I actually do feel better if I cut out this or that from my diet, that's perfectly fine. I'm just talking about my own experience. And that is that my health didn't improve if I cut out certain food groups. The only thing that I recently actually noticed, and I think that's just literally because I'm older uh, or I'm getting older, and that is that once I drink alcohol, I don't drink alcohol that often, but uh, for instance, these past two weeks, I I don't know, I have maybe three glasses of wine or maybe two, I don't even know. Um, but when I go out with my friends and I have multiple drinks, I still have a certain cutoff moment where I'm like, okay, I won't drink anymore because I feel too tipsy and I hate feeling drunk. So, but let's say I have two drinks or three drinks or four drinks even uh, over the span of seven hours. Um, I still wake up the next day feeling super sleep deprived. I mean, if I basically there's two things that if I don't do these things, or if I do do these things, I feel horrendous. A, sleep deprivation, and B, drinking too much. And those two combined are horrific for me. I honestly, I know everyone hates hangovers. But for me, it's like double the hangover because I have Lyme disease, and I'm just so much more sensitive to that. I've also been told many of times that I should stop eating sugar because the Borrelia bacteria feeds on sugar. So I I lived a sugar-free diet for like the longest time. Well, actually, funny enough, yesterday evening, I was in calls up until... 11 p.m. So pretty late. I had my evening sessions with some clients from the U.S. And um, oh, I hear hear my work phone going on. Okay, that's weird. I put it on silent. Anyway, um, and so I I was just so overstimulated in the sense that I couldn't go right back to sleep. So I thought, okay, let's just watch some Netflix. I'm really into designing Miami right now. And I ate uh, a couple of these ice cream bars, Snickers ice cream bars. I love those. But I never eat one. I always eat two or three. 
because they're, they're just too scrumptious. Um, see, this is where the Invisalign comes in. It's like... Blah, 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 blah. Uh, honestly, it's it's re- it really does make talking hard, especially English for some reason. Anyhow, uh, so I had three Snickers bars um, and then a brownie that was gluten-free but not sugar-free because, like I said, prior finding something that is gluten-free and sugar-free in the south of France or in France for that matter is a legit, I mean... It's a quest. It's something you won't be able to find. At, at least I won't. I haven't been able to find it. And if I will find it, it will cost a hundred dollars or a hundred euros. It's like insanely pricey. So anyway, so I have my brownie. Put some whipped cream on it. I was like, you know what? I still fancy something savory. So I had crisps. Obviously, I had dinner before my calls. And at that point, I looked at my phone and I was like. Oh my god, it's already 1 a.m. I should go to bed. And I the my head hit the pillow and I was gone. And that actually never happens. So, you know, and I wasn't on medication because that could be a cop-out as well, like or an excuse of, oh well, you took medication, so that's that's why you slept very easily. And I woke up today. Yes, I'm tired, but that's honestly the story of my life. But I don't feel any different. And um it's it's honestly nobody is the same that's what i'm so annoyed by is that there are so many specialists and doctors and dietitians out there who are saying oh you should stay away or refrain from eating this or that whilst nobody is the same you know i have lyme disease but i have very asymptomatic uh well symptoms uh for instance most people with lyme disease have joint pain I mean, that's what I would I would say 99% has. And I don't. For me, it's mostly my eyes, my legs, or, or actually all my muscles are just affected. And um, yeah. So anyway, long story short, everyone is individual. There's no one size fits all. And so when it comes to, and here comes something, this is something that I like I said I will ruffle some feathers. Some some of you might not like what I'm going to say right now. But um I had a couple of intakes in the past, I think let's say half a year with people who are vegan in well and they wanted to work with me and I honestly they asked me is it going to be a problem. Now vegetarianism i've like that that's not going to be an issue because that's not super restrictive in the in the way that let's say you're invited to a birthday party and there's cake there you can still enjoy having that cake right if there's going to be um i don't know whatever uh, lasagna you can still eat the lasagna instead unless there's meat inside but most people if you are vegetarian they will know that and there's you can work your way around that but here comes a big but. No pun intended. Um, can you be vegan during recovery? Well, yes, but I wouldn't advise it at all. I actually would not encourage being vegan. I would highly, highly, highly suggest you stop being vegan. And I know so many of you will say, you know, it's about because funny enough, and it's not even funny, but it's it's like I wonder if it's an excuse or a cop out because I used to do that. 
from people with eating disorders. But let's be real here. Most people with eating disorders are vegetarian or vegan. Why would you think that is? It could be because they're morally so ethical and they are wanting to save save the planet. But it's also because it's an easy cop-out, an easy way to say, you know what, I, I can't eat that because I'm vegan or I'm vegetarian. And like I said, trust me, takes one to know one. I used to be that girl. I used to go to birthday parties and there would be a cake or a cookies or whatever it was. And I would say, oh, no, 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 I can't have that because it's not vegan. Now, do you really think that I would harm the planet by saying yes to that piece of cake or um, taking a, a piece of chocolate or uh, saying yes to a cookie that was offered to me? No, of course not. And I think if you have an eating disorder or a past with an eating disorder, you I always say this this one line and it's it's maybe to some of you it sounds cruel and that's fine. We can agree to disagree. But when it comes to recovery, I always say it takes life to sustain life. And with that, I mean, you have to start eating animal products to keep yourself alive. And why is that? Because restriction, well, you know that restriction feeds your eating disorder. So the moment you're going to start saying no to most things or you have to... And also, it's fucking annoying, guys. If you're going to a restaurant and you have to completely dismantle this... Is that the word? I don't know. Uh, I mean, dismantle uh, like a meal and say, oh, I can't eat this. I have to take this off. Da, 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 da. And usually those foods are also the things that you're scared of, such as cheese or, um, I don't know, uh, grilled chicken or, God, I don't know, a creamy sauce, ranch dressings, you name it, lots of the things. You know, and also wellness culture is really interconnected with an eating disorder plus orthorexia in itself. So I am not a fan of vegan, veganism in recovery and also just in general because it's so restrictive. And you can say, you know what, I, so for instance, I have a couple of friends who are vegan, uh, uh, not vegan, who are vegetarian and actually not a, not a, well, not, I wouldn't want to say quite a few, but actually not that many. Um, let's say I have three friends who are vegetarian, maybe even two. And um, they will look at the menu. They all don't have eating disorders. They will look at the menu and say, oh, thank God there is a ravioli or a pasta that is uh, vegetarian. So I at, at least I have an option. Plus, it's very easy to go to a restaurant and say, uh, can I have the um, uh, pasta or whatever, but can you leave the meat out? You know, it, that's very easy. But when it comes to veganism, I mean, a lot of things are cooked in creamy sauces and you know, it's just so freaking restrictive. Let, I'm sorry, guys. I don't know why my work phone is like going off. I really put it on silent, but uh, yeah, it's still going on. Anyway, um, so if you want my advice on this, I... God, I really have to shut off my phone. What is going on? Okay, we're not even going to edit this out. I'm going to... I'm going to stop it. <laughs> okay, now it's gone. Um. I just really want you to know that it's it's harmful in your recovery. It is. And I know that so many of you 
might hate me for saying this and I don't mind you hate hate me for saying this. I actually want you to find this kind of like anxiety provoking almost because that will mean that you need to change a few things and i'm not saying like if you're 100 vegan that you have to start eating all the meats and the fish and all of that now start start maybe go from being vegan to vegetarian and then go from vegetarian to maybe eating a little bit of um you know animal products here and there such as I have so many clients as well who were vegetarian for literally decades, decades. And then they would say, oh my God, I started craving red meat or, and I feel so guilty for it as well. And I would say, why are you feeling guilty? Well, quite honestly, because I just haven't eaten it for such a long time. And that's also something with an eating disorder. If you are not eating a certain thing for a very long time, your brain perceives it as a threat. So automatically by restricting, even if it would have been from a quote unquote healthy perspective, aka I'm saving the planet, it's for ethical reasons, blah, blah, blah. You're telling your brain, this is a fear. And there's a difference between people without eating disorders who are vegan and people with eating disorders who are vegan. If we are vegan with an eating disorder, it almost becomes a religion. It becomes a religion. It becomes too restrictive. And I, my advice to you would be, I know it might have started from a very good place or not. Who knows? Uh, but if it if it did, that's fine. And if you still want to remain vegan and you feel like this this woman can talk all she wants, like I said, you don't have to agree with me. You can completely disagree with me. But I personally find veganism and veterinary, like like I said, being vegetarian uh, in recovery is not a biggie. That's fine. That's that's not too restrictive. If if you ask me, there's plenty of plant-based alternatives these days actually so many restaurants have vegetarian options these days so that's completely fine but veganism it's just i honestly even if i would have to do it right now because of lyme disease and my doctor would have told me danny you're gonna be you know fully healed in a year's time being vegan i'm not kidding you like I have always said, I would run into a burning building if that would make my pain go away. And I know that sounds very graphic and 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 disastrous and, and overdramatic, but that's how much my pain is or intense my pain is or can be. If someone would say you have to be vegan, I would literally have to scratch my head and think, do I really want to go there? That's so restrictive because I'm so, so, so... I, guys, I can't even tell you how freeing it is to go to a restaurant and ordering anything i want anything mozzarella sticks the most beautiful tapas the most beautiful pasta pizza whether there's i don't know uh cheese on there or and i'm lactose intolerant so am i gonna be bloated after that for sure i am i am a gassy like lady i i honestly that's just i mean uh, I, I'm there. There's uh, digestive enzymes, lactase or, or lactase enzymes, um, things that can help you digest f- certain foods better. But being bloated and gassy and all the things is also very normal. Being a human being, let alone being in recovery. But 
I think the moral of the story is that is vegan or veganism a smart choice in recovery? <sighs> no. That's the short answer to that question. Um, like I said, if you disagree with me, if you feel like, you know what, I can't stop being vegan because I care about the animals too much. Like I said, there you can still be, I mean, I wouldn't encourage this at all. But if, if that's really so important to you, fine, but be flexible as well. Still be able to... Um, say yes to that cookie that is being offered to you or to that cake or you know if you're out and about don't be too strict on yourself be flexible in that sense because honestly people kind of find it annoying as well if they constantly have to adapt every single meal to your know your preferences and your preferences are becoming almost a religion and like i said are they from a good intention or is it just an excuse or a cop-out from your eating disorder to say no to certain things? And like I said, it takes one to know one. I was there. I used to be there. I was the girl that always said, oh, no, I can't have that because I am X, Y, Z. Any diet I was on back, back in the days. Fun times. I will never go back there. So I am going to end it here. And uh I'm going to give you some food for thought with this episode. Again, pun intended very much, actually. So I'll see you here next week. I hope you enjoyed listening and uh, I hope you're having a lovely rest of your day. Bye. Hey, friend. Thank you so much for listening. My goal is to help as many people as possible. And if this episode supported you in any way, the very best way to show your appreciation and support me is by screenshotting and sharing it on social media. And I would find it so cool if you could leave a review as well on any platform you're listening on. If you're looking for additional support, you can always reach me on Instagram at Danielle Fenke. See you here next week.